Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony the Spider. <laughs> I got a new name for every opponent that gets in the ring with me. I call them pedal pushers. If you morons know anything about it, you know where I'm putting them. Tony the Spider means business in IPW, and I'm going to take everyone I can out. Kalisto, the last time you went at it alone, you became the United States champion. What can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show my lucha art inside and outside the ring. But first of all, I can't stop thinking about Baron, Cor Baron Corbin being on SmackDown. <laughs> I get to have my revenge. Is that okay? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay and make make a make a uh, a good good lucha lucha thing. You need to tell me in front of the WWE universe that you respect me. Brady Boone and Scott Doring. How you doing, Don? That was a hell of a finish. Yeah. Coco Samoa. It's one of the fastest energetic men I've ever seen in the ring today. The belts are on the line. What can I say? He's got one fall under, uh, going for him. We may see the belts change, hand here, change hands here tonight. I, I really feel that, me and my new partner here. What we've got going, we feel, is one of the, one of the best combinations of tag teams I've ever been involved with. I feel this, my partner here, he's one of the fastest men, one of the most agile, energetic individuals I've ever been teamed with. Appreciate comments from Test. I know Steve Blackman, there's something you have to say. You bet your ass there is. Shamrock, it's real simple. I'll step into your world, the lion's den, if you step into mine. And that is weapons all around the cage. And anyone bad enough to get one can use it. So. This way, this thing's got to end one way or another. Eli, your topic is mustache. You have 10 seconds. Ready, go. What is a mustache? <laughs> it's a little bit of hair growing over the upper lip. I don't have one. Nobody else here has one, but you know what? A mustache for a real man. See, of all these people here, I have the best mustache of them all. I thought give me a couple more days, I'll have a nice, thick mustache. But none of these boys right here okay. will Thank ever have you, one. Eli. Well, he said he didn't have a mustache. Michael McGillicuddy approached the podium. <laughs> Michael... Ladies and gentlemen, episode 96, live tonight, WrestleCast. Alex, what is a mustache? I don't know, but I'm, I'm contemplating shaving mine off. But you I still got mine November. for now. Man, I'm, I'm going to do opposite of that. Yuck. No <laughs> or whatever that so does is. That, does that mean you're going to grow your facial hair for the other 11 months then? Uh, yes, since I do already. <laughs> no, I figure you know, change it up. You know, new. You know, 
Losing a little, little weight, you know, just, you know, growing out my hair, getting a new house, you know, all that crazy stuff. So I figured, you know, let's let's shave. Let's change it up. It's a new Alex. Yes, all Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the guy who did that promo, Eli Cottonwood? I do a little. I was trying to think of it, and and when you just mentioned the name, my mouth literally was like, oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I do remember that that guy. Uh, unfortunately, he was. God, just, he I mean, his gimmick was that he was tall, right? Yeah, he was just this big. Gosh, gosh, he was son of Yeti. R.I.P. Joe Quinville Uh, We got a fun show Coming at you Does that hurt losing Quinville Not to get into sports But I'm I'm watching Um, the Wild Sharks right now I mean uh, a a little Mm, Three cups I mean just because Yeah I mean The the guy they got He he looks like a child I get it you know But no I mean One bad year You know Obviously we're going to win a cup this year I mean, it's just we're we're gonna bounce back in February, and you know, like we always do, and and win it. But <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of bummed, kind of bummed. I'm. It blows my mind that we're a month into the year, because uh, I think the first game was like October third. So we're we're less than five weeks into the season. Two coaches already fired because the Kings fired uh, uh, Stevens after mm-hmm. they get Ilya Kovalchuk to come back from the KHL. And uh, the team had a, like a league low twenty eight goals going into last night's games. I think they only scored one tonight. Uh, just absurd. Like they were as bad as the Senators. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just it blows my mind that we already got two fired coaches. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I wish Monday Night Raw would fire their coach, but we'll get into him in the Ooh. second fall when we talk the crown jewel. Um, I have no idea what's going to be on our commercials, but I we we got to start start plugging our ads and and stuff on there. So so we're gonna at least play the first one, uh, maybe the second one. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I'm excited to get back into it. Uh, this is this is essentially a one part of two parter because there was a lot of wrestling last week. And oh yeah. It's we're not even done watching it all, so we we got to do this in two two nights this week. So you're gonna get 97 this week. Uh, later on this week, we'll tell you right off the bat. Uh, DDT's Peter Pan 2018 from uh, about 10 days ago. Uh, I got uh, the DDT service, so we're we're watching that and we'll, we'll give that a great review along with I'm still uh, in Progress 77 of, of uh, 2017 that you showed me. My God! Oh my God! Kanosuke Takashita against Tetsuya Endo. Uh, oh, I thought I like to call him Swole dead. Wrestler Number One and Swole <laughs> Wrestler Number Two. I I couldn't by the tell way, Whitwell, who was who or what was happening, but I was just like, "Holy bleep, this is insane!" <laughs> I I'm trying to remember what I'm trying to pull it up. I should say instead of waiting, but um, like you shouldn't it? have that much muscle and and athleticism at the same time. You, should, you really shouldn't, but these two gentlemen uh, defied all logic when it came to that. Yeah, Whitlow said that match you sent me, holy bleep, soul with about nine O's, good. My first thought was, that's Naito's son. Such a fun match. Um, I've been trying to expand my horizon, and that helped. Uh, his son, he's ta- or Naito's son, he's talking about Tetsuya Endo, who dies 
And then Konosuke Takashita goes to shake his hand after the incredible main event, and he just spits in his face. And I'm like, yep, still a heel. <laughs> Endo is still part of Damnation. <laughs> so the Damnation All Out uh, stayed going for DDT for a while until Stronghearts came in, which is Shima's group, which I cannot wait for ah. you to see um, Konosuke Takashita, the man who won the last year's main event, uh, take on Shima on the show. Shima as a heel is... Something you have not witnessed yet, Alex. I don't believe it. No. In for a treat because he, ooh, he plays a good heel. He plays a fantastic heel, and um, without giving anything away, because um, the I'm going to basically guarantee you that the review of uh, Dan Shukudino defending the DDT title against Daisuke Sasaki. Um, Alex's review will be in the new opening because of the reaction he's going to give when he sees this match. I guarantee you this. I'm literally, I literally cannot wait for him to watch the main event so we can hear his... I, I can't believe what I just saw. Because I, I guarantee you there is a spot in that match that's a, that's a, that's a, a submission finisher falsy. I won't tell you what. Ooh. I have never... In in my 35 years of existence on this world, have ever seen this done in my life? Ever? Not oh anybody ever. I've Zach Saber Jr., William Regal, you name it, Daniel Bryan. Nobody has ever done this, and uh, it blew my mind. Literally, it blew my mind. Oh. So I I can't wait for you to see that. The feels, um, the uh, the the emotion I have right now. Again, like wrestling, it's such a beautiful art to me at the moment, and like I I cannot wait. I wish they have an app. Why why can't every promotion have an app? Yeah, that's and that's why I'm glad. You know, we start like if we look at this, like okay, yes, we have the WWE app, great, but. Right now we have the New Japan app that we get our hands on to watch all the New Japan yeah. stuff. Now with you you subscribing to Progress, we get Progress, we get AEW, we get a bunch that we can watch there. I grabbed us the DDT. DDT also gives us Tokyo Joshi Pro so we can see Demetrius' oh, nice. main event in every dream card. He makes Miyu Yamashita. So, so we get to watch Yamashita and everybody in Tokyo Joshi Pro. It also gives us Basara. And there's a Another, there's a fourth one on that DDT app that I checked out a little bit, and it's really interesting. And it, it was basically called Street Wrestling or something like that. But Whoa. it's basically it was Dan Shoko, Dino, Mio Yamashita, DDT, and Tokyo Joshi Pro combined together. And they basically, it was like a backyard wrestling match in a park at like a festival. <laughs> it's like their it version was, of the Warriors. I kind of, I guess they they they, they wrestled. Uh, there was another one that I, I'm going to watch at this carnival. But uh, Amiko Satomura from the May Young Classic, as we've seen in Sendai Girls, she's on the show. Um, I think I think uh, uh, who else was on it? Um, uh, Hideki Suzuki, I think, was on it. Like, there's a bunch of these people, and they're like fighting in a parking lot, and then in, like a, a yard, and at like a carnival. <laughs> weird it's so weird um so now we have a lot and you know i I, we still have all japan and before we get our end of the year awards which are coming around the corner quickly i didn't even realize it um 
Kento Miyahara won the title back from Zeus. People are telling us. I've, I've, I've been, you know, I, I got a couple people that, that said, this is the match of the year. You know, you guys need to watch this. And I'll pinpoint the day of it. And at some point, you know, we're going to, we we'll have to check this match out and see if it's that good. So there's, there's, you know, so much good wrestling, like you mentioned, and, and we have our hands on most of it, you know, it, it's just a matter of weird. how if we're in Rochester, Rochester at the same time, I'm coming over. We're watching that match. Yeah, we might even do a recording watch along. I got a hot spot. <laughs> well, and hey, uh, I should have uh, I should have Wi-Fi at my hotel that I'm going to be shacked up in for three months. Yeah, that's, make that's, it happen. I got I got to figure out what I'm going to clamp this new microphone onto. Uh, I'm going to have to buy like a USB like you have microphone and mm. and use it on my laptop because that's going to be a uh, insanely difficult uh four nights a week thing you know <laughs> and having and being able to still record but uh we'll make it work. We'll get you guys the content. But yes, uh two parter this week. Tonight we're talking Crown Jewel uh Power Struggle 2018. Obviously, a little Wrestle Kingdom talk after the power struggle. Oh, yeah. um, really weird booking decisions at Crown Jewel that left a lot of people angry. <sighs> I just kind of laughed and said, "What's new?" It, <laughs> it's that's it's, it's, that's the review, folks. That's Crown Jewel in a nutshell. What's new? Good night. We'll see you on Friday. There's a really a really good take that I got after watching this. And then watching Evolution five days before it, on why Evolution worked on so many levels that this didn't, and it's so easy. And I can't wait to talk to you about that. Um, we will it's get a break. Astonishing, we'll- isn't it? How it's the same company, mm-hmm. and they put on a show that deemed we never would have guessed, especially coming out of the Diva era, whatever you want to call it that a whole Divas Championship thing, you had no idea that women's wrestling would have such an impact. But for them to have a show, for that to be the best one out of the year, better than the granddaddy of them all or the roller coaster ride of the summer, like they put out a show in like Hoboken, New Jersey and delivered on every front. They get some Saudi money, some $48 million controversial-ass money. Bring a dude out of retirement, eight and a half years removed, looking like a Jeff Dunham puppet, and (laughs) totally made it seem like a chore. And for them to get this World Cup and all of them what being United States-born wrestlers Again, you're just shaking your, your your head like, what the hell is going on? And then all these, quote-unquote, pretty damn good, great matchups on paper. I think the longest match was about, I don't know, longer than that rant. Or shorter than that rant, I should say. So it's we're going to get to that. My God, I cannot wait. It's, it's just, it's, it's just mind-numbing how... And, and especially like we said last week, how Vince was in running Gorilla yeah. for Evolution. It, so you know, it's just I don't know. So yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, after after break here, we're we're gonna talk some news and rumors. We haven't done that in a, in a while, but there's there's a few big things that I want to talk about. I'm sure Alex has some stuff 
he always uh, comes in on the clutch on that. But I got about three topics that I threw in the rundown. I wanted to bring up to Alex, get his thoughts on. But we'll get we'll give you a minute, stretch the legs, come back, wrestle cast, don't go away. I said away. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stand. When you send a message, your name will identify you to the other caller. Record your name after the tone. Hey yo, it's Sportscast Radio. You need to record a new greeting and record after the tone. Hit any key when you're done. Ryan Cook and Jordan Gistra give you the best in sports of the week with real MVPs, spit takes, big news, and obviously those rumors. Strong Style Media is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, blogtalkradio.com. That means anywhere. You're connected. Say hi. You a fan of hot takes that make you say this? Join me, Ryan Cook, and my co-host, Alex Mello, every Monday night right here on Strong Style Media. We'll give you the goods from New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Stardom, All Japan, Lucha Underground, and many, many more. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, Player FM, and now on iHeartRadio. As always, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Strong Style Media as well. And you know you get us on social media. Hit us up. We got to get back to the ring. It's time for the man. You have the lowest fantasy football winnings I've ever seen. You have earnings dysfunction. I recommend DraftKings. And if you draft the perfect lineup in the free opening weekend contest, the prize is $1 billion. You said a billion dollars? Billion. With a B. This is, this is, this is money. I, I know what that is. Play DraftKings free $100,000 contest week one. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después. Worldwide Latino pride. The ambassadors of violence. LAX, K Dog, the notorious 187 LAX, one of the top tag teams of the year, I think, Alex. It uh, should be interesting to see where they are on the polls. Speaking of polls. Hit up our Twitter, Facebook, vote on our fantasy wrestling polls. Uh, we we got we oh, have yeah. four cards: Michael Whitlow, myself, Alex Mello, and Demetrius. 
dropping uh, some cards here. Give you give you a couple matches here. Demetrius is main event. Miyu Yamashita against Io Shirai. Rey Mysterio versus Dragon Kid. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Johnny Gargano, uh, and Jay Lethal. Shane Strickland are the the final four on his card. Alex rocking some good stuff. Zack Sabre Jr., Brock Lesnar, Tomohiro Ishii, and Tyler Bate. Tetsuya Naito, Chris Jericho, Jay White, uh, Becky Lynch, and Shayna Baszler. So some fun, fun matches on Alex's card. Uh, Whitlow has Kazuchiko Okada, Pentagon Jr., Tessa Blanchard, Sasha Banks, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Finn Balor in the past, present, and future of NXT. And my favorite, the All Beef Fatal Four Way, sponsored by Arby's, Jeff Cobb, Braun Strowman, Bad Luck Fale, and Samoa Joe. Uh, then on my card. Who uh, wins my, that match, by the way? I mean, that's, the, the All Beef? Yeah, going to be a fun match because there's going to be athleticism. Um, Braun Strowman's diving over that top rope. <laughs> hey, don't catch him. I don't know. <laughs> Joe wins? Do you give it to Joe? I think Cobb wins. I'm cool with Cobb. Cobb said he wants to work Joe. That'd be I, fun. I, exactly. I was about to say, Jeff Cobb, Samoa Joe, to, like, <laughs> uh, is that, that's pretty damn cool. That's like modern fantasy booking right there. And then, uh, uh, I uh, my uh, let's play wrestling mega damnation destruction and sumo hall super no vacancy card uh, main event Kenny Omega versus Walter Cano Pete Dunn we got the 305 live three way between PCO LA Park and Keith Lee and uh, the 10 scissors board 500 light tube spider web bar wire ropes death match Masashi Takeda Asami Kadoka and Nick Effingage. So we got some fun little cards for you guys. I cannot wait uh, that we're going to have, we may actually have ringside, but close to it uh, for big Japan. So uh, Isaiah's got to watch a Masashi Takeda death match title. Oh man. From like 20 rows, 20 feet from the ring. (laughs) The, the minute somebody gets, um, what's that? (laughs) Well, I kept this, you know, next to the vending machine experiences. That's going to trip him out. When somebody gets uh, power bombed onto, like, open scissors. Oh, um, God. He's going to lose his mind. <laughs> now, quick question. But, like, I, I on my card, like, in my dream match that I really wanted to do, but there was such a, a difference in the heights. I didn't know how believable it would be, but I still didn't care. But I, I didn't pull the trigger. I really wanted Ishii Brock Lesnar as my that'd main event. Awesome. I think that'd be cool. She would not give any Fs. But I was like, Zack Sabre Jr. is kind of the same way. Like, it has so many, you know, it's a clash of styles. But, you know, it, again, he'll get up into that submission mode. And then, you know, Lesnar could possibly, you know, acclimate back to how he was when he was the next big thing. So, you know, where I was like, maybe it'll get him out of his funk that way. I think I think it'd be tight if you had somebody who booked it and told him, all right, you guys got to go 15 minutes. I yeah. could have fun with it. There's That's the one fun thing about these things, too. Like, I, I my original idea was I was going to run Pete Dunn versus Kazuchika Okada. Well, oh. when I got the second pick, I knew that wasn't going to happen. And... I almost went Walter Pete Dunn 
and I was going to run the the 4K relay, I was going to call it, and it was going to be Kano, Kanosuke Takashita, Kenzo Miyahara, and Kenny Omega in a four-way, and they're all, they all start with K, so that was my 4K <laughs> relay. <laughs> and kind of have lucha rules where if you get pinned, you have to leave the ring or something, and then the next guy comes in and try to make something goofy with it. I'm like, you know what, let's just watch Kenny and Walter now with it. But you, but you get in those situations where you're like, well, how do I want to do this? Or I didn't think I was going to get, like, I didn't think I was going to get Daniel Bryan that late and Minoru yeah. Suzuki. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do this match now. And this wasn't even on my thoughts because I didn't think there was any way it was going to happen. So, Yeah, check so it out. Much. iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere to get podcast uh, episode 95. A uh, really great show kind of, you know, kind of seeing four guys trying to, you know, plot their next move in the draft and, again, you know, kind of uh, assembling a, a card. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, a lot of heated swearing as it got down to the nitty-gritty of of picks and people would snag somebody somebody else wanted. <laughs> uh, Whitlow getting the one F-bomb of the night. Uh, <laughs> on, I can't remember. Some, Demetrius took somebody, and uh, I, he, he was not playing. He's whatsoever on it. I don't remember who it was, but God, it was a fun draft. Fun time. Uh, speaking of fun time, Alex, pay-per-view potentially of the year, WWE Crown Ju- Oh, sorry. Oh, I, was just, oh. I, was, I was trying to rib you. <laughs> Man, I felt like Isaiah is going to feel after witnessing that death match. I almost, you know, heaved. <laughs> um, I... I I don't know if this is possible um on these these star things but um I I tell you what the way that that this show closed um didn't even have combined three stars when we got or in the final three matches. I don't know if this is a way that we can we can do things but I mean I got a one and three quarters, I got a one star and I got a zero star match. This is my Are first zero crown jewel first. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's so three. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting cuz again, on paper you're like they they ha- yeah, well I'll I'll let you continue, sorry. Oh no, you're okay. Um I just the final three matches was the this was the exact opposite of how Wrestle Kingdom closes. Um, oh, true. Yeah. Was I just I can't get over it. You you want to start at the main event or you want to start at the opener? I mean, does it really matter? I mean, that's the sad part because it should. <laughs> because they, they, I mean, as we said, the crazy thing about the you know these pay per views is when they went to the four hour format. You know, the the shows always started strong. Like the the first eighty percent of each pay per view is like, all right, this is picking up steam. And then, like, your main matches, like, everybody just, you know, just all of a sudden is out of steam. And it's just like, ugh. And then, like, when, when the first match of the of the tournament was, like, what, five minutes, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go there, then. Let's start at the top. Or the first match. So, your first, first match in the tournament. And they did these outlandish... He is a former so and so and a former so and so and you know trying to hype it and make it such a big deal, which already made me laugh. Like it's a cool idea, I get it, but boy, you guys are really reaching because you know what it is. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeats Randy Orton. I surprisingly, Alex went three stars on this. I enjoyed it. 
probably because it was so simple. But then, of course, immediately after the match, Randy Orton's got to do some nefarious acts and beat him up and RKO him. And right there, right then and there, we're already off to a typical WWE start because you can't have a guy just win, get his victory, and celebrate and go on to the next round. You got to have the baby face get beat up so the heel can get his heat back. Welcome back to the company, Ray. This is for uh, going on a cruise. <laughs> so, I mean, holy it, bleep. My God. What, why, not, you, why, why not extend it another five minutes? Like, this wasn't even a, a TV time allotted match. Like, with these two guys, you're like, okay, you know, and they're even, like, hyping the pedigree of each wrestler. Um, like... I don't know. Hulk Hogan's random rant went a lot longer, even though, you know, I don't know which one was more awkward. Well, obviously Hogan, but, but Mysterio and Orton, to me, it just, it was great. But again, as it's picking up something, you're just like, wait, that, that's it. Like these, these sudden falls, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, all right, we're, we, we've done, you know, the the, uh, the the falsies enough times over the last decade. Now we're just going to have, like, instant finishes or, or quick finishes. It just seems like the last couple of months in, in all of just wrestling, it seems like that's kind of the go-to. And, and you know, for every, every one of those two, then you got, well, how many finishes can we kick out of again? Here we go. I, I actually found the, found the match times. Uh, so Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton went five minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a <laughs> it's Monday Night Raw. Oh. Uh, the Miz then defeats Jeff Hardy uh, seven minutes five seconds. I went two stars on this. I just I don't know. I'm starting to really I'm starting to really get disinterested in Miz. Like his. His in-ring work is just not getting to where I thought it was going to me. And I don't know if it's just he's losing interest, too, which I don't blame him. But, I mean, this – and part of it could be Hardy, too. I mean, Hardy can barely get up the ropes to do the yeah. to do the whisper in the wind anymore. And he didn't even hit anyone. He just basically takes a back bump off the top. And, I mean, it, it's – it was it was not good. The, I will say the thing that saved it and saved it to the point it got two for me was the awesome twist of fate into the uh, skull crushing finale at the end. I thought that was a really good finish. Agreed. And yeah, I I think it's more so the opponents in this you know type of scenario. I I kind of agree with you, Miz. You know, just kind of seemed like it was coasting kind of through this, but I think the character still, you know, is. It's watchable, you know, on, for the product on, on either night. Um, and of what I've been kind of seeing of reactions of SmackDown, you know, some, some interesting uh, developments kind of happen with this character. So, you know, I can say stay tuned. I mean, there's so much ground with him. The, the, the ceiling is so high where, you know, he could he, he's legitimately a flopper that could succeed at any level. Now, don't Ric Flair him but I think he could possibly finally enter that territory where he could be a fan favorite, if you will. And I think he's kind of levitating or or not levitating, heading towards that way. And, you know, 
I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good take, and I, I think that's a better better way to say it than how I said it. I, it just like I, I don't know. I think what maybe made me think it too is like you know I'm just watching it and I'm watching him bump and I'm like he doesn't even bump well anymore. Okay, he's just kind of like, ah, you know, his bumps were awkward looking, and and you know that that once again maybe that's just something I look at because I'm looking for the bump. I want to see how they bump. You know what I mean? So it, it could just be that too. So I think I think you hit it on the head much better than I did um, with the assessment on the match. Um, <laughs> hey, another five and a half minute special. Seth Rollins beats Bobby Lashley. <laughs> um, I went two stars as well in this one. I uh, I kind of didn't really know what was happening because they're brawling and he's beating up Rollins and then Rollins counters and hits the the stomp and it's over and I was like oh okay Again, just these it, instant finishes <laughs> and to be fair I didn't I I, I like the fact that we had three straight finishes without anything crazy happen. Like, Oh, a terrible roll up or the feet on the ropes or things like that. So like, I give them credit for that, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just odd how all of a sudden he just stomped him and it was over and you're like, Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I'm well, like, cool. I'm packing boxes, like thinking, Oh, it's going to heat up. It's going to start. Oh, what? And then like, rewind. <laughs> it was like a blink and you missed it. <laughs> did, did I just did, no no that wasn't a falsy there wasn't any falsy that just was it okay cool I think Glad the hype that... crowd in Saudi Arabia chanting or 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 saying burn it down lasted longer than than that finish <laughs> shout out to the uh, the the many couches and Saudis on their cell phones uh, always yeah. makes oh, me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a big stadium where we can sit in like that. <laughs> Leo Rush, is it stale? Because he's just saying the lamest things ever. Any Lashley, Lashley, I don't. It's, let him go, right? But obviously, that's fed to him because he's obviously could be a little bit more. I don't know antagonizing than than some really old schoolboy crap i i don't know i leo rush is just awkward in this situation because to be fair as well what what does lashley need a manager for when you used to have him talk on the mic every week yeah yeah that's oh it's what do you do with him what do you I, i i just i don't know what you do I mean, what they finally do? turned a heel at least to you know to make up for putting a heel. Know, with them. Yeah. But now but all I, you're doing is you're just having him out there, and he's just it's it's Balor, Baron Corbin all over again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, so uh, it was what it was. Then the last first round match, uh, eight minutes ten seconds, Dolph Ziggler defeats Kurt Angle. Um, kind of out of nowhere too. It was, I mean, it was a fun little match. I, I went, uh, I went two and a half, but, uh, I mean, I, when he hit the zigzag and actually won, I, that was as shocking as the instant finishes because I don't think I've seen him win with the zigzag since like 2010. (laughs) 
and definitely did not expect Angle to just go clean job out like that and get, you know, like decisively beat. Yeah, I but I love the wrestling aspect in this match. You know, in, in my older age, I I kind of like how they you know talked about their histories in amateur wrestling, and to me, I. This was a match where, you know, I wanted, and I knew I wasn't going to get it with the, the previous three matches, but this was something where I was like, I thought about, wow, given a proper stage, this could be like WrestleMania 21-esque for, you know, Dolph Ziggler. Not, you know, obviously he's been wrestling for a long time, but like you get him, you get Angle, you know, kind of, you know, maybe a six months of, you know, maybe, you know, wrestling back into that ring shape and then put these guys 20, 25 minutes. My God, that's, that's just a match that could, that should blow anybody's, you know, mind. And, and I'll give angle credit. He was, I mean, he was moving as best as he could. Um, so, I mean, he was, he was in there trying and, and he was working and, you know, they did what they could. It was, it was a perfectly acceptable, like I said, it was, you know, two and a half. It was a perfectly acceptable yeah. wrestling match. No, no, no quarrels, no qualms. So the from shortest me. match of the night was your highest rated match. I like it. Uh, one match will beat it, but that actually is my second highest rated match of the night. No, uh, <laughs> no BS. <laughs> uh, straight up it is. Um, the bar defeats the New Day on 10 minutes, 30 seconds. The big show with the wackest punch I've ever seen yeah. in my life for that finish. Um, Do you think there's a super cut of all the weakest big show punches? Like, how long would that be, do you think? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be... If you're, t- if you're saying each punch is about three or four seconds long, I bet you're getting a couple minutes of footage. Oh, man. Do you dubstep yeah. remix it? You could, you could, or you could get that. I mean, thankfully, Sheamus murdered him with that kick after the uh, the punch. But I don't know. I just, I guess, my problem with the whole thing is, you know, we keep seeing the new day in these matches, which I get. You know, if they're selling merch, you put them over and you put them in there, but. What is the point of the big show with uh, <laughs> with the bar? And I, I wasn't paying enough attention, but did they call him the show bar yet? Because I know it's going to happen say, soon. I, yeah, it was on the big, big-ass screen, which the, oh the bar's video was tight as hell on that giant screen. Um, also, shout out to uh, the WWE spending some of that Saudi money uh, a lot of props, a lot of pyro, but the new day coming out on that magic carpet uh, float was pretty. <laughs> yeah, these they're using. I love that they use this Saudi oh, money, yeah. and they're getting every. It's like it's like they had a sign up sheet. If you want pyro, write your name down and tell me the color. <laughs> Even Renee Young, you know, she mentioned she's like, wow, fireworks. Like I don't think she's seen pyro in what, like three years. Oh, probably. I mean, there was, Kurt Angle came into the ring, and freaking they had pyro going on the top of the building outside of the entire stadium for Kurt Angle's entrance. I was like, man, they are just they they got loot to spend here tonight. <laughs> I mean, they were just 
they were just any way they could they could find a way to have pyro on the show. They had pyro on the show. <laughs> but for WrestleMania seven, when when Hulk Hogan was you know embroiled in that war with Sergeant Slaughter, and then he was over as hell when he came out to uh, the Crown Jewel. <laughs> Hogan said uh, he, he's going to lose. Have, by the way, what's that? Like when Hogan got that pop and everyone's going crazy, and he's saying all the Hulkamaniacs. And, you know, it's all stronger, you know, here at the Crown Jewel. I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. Yeah. Um, he he was uh, in, a, in, a, in a heated uh, war with uh, Iron Sheik and General Agnon and that slaughter fella with the title on the line. But, uh, I don't know, Hogan said he's going to get under 300 pounds now because his arms are bigger than everyone's legs. And he's going to take it seriously now. I don't know what the hell that means. Bury him softly, brother. <laughs> Rusev said, why don't you fight me at WrestleMania then? Damn right. <laughs> it's happening. I can't wait. Uh, 11 minutes, 15 seconds, our first semifinal. The Miz defeats Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, knees up on the frog splash, rolls him up, gets the W. Once again, a little confused. If you're going to do this best in the world tournament and you're making stars, why wouldn't you have Rey Mysterio win on his return? Exactly. Or why would you book the – oh, we'll get to that. But, yes, um, agreed, uh, especially with you know how they kind of go in the Raw semifinal matchup. Um, Miz and Ray, I went uh, two and a quarter. Didn't do anything for me. Um, my match of the night, but it's to be expected, Dolph Ziggler yep. defeats Seth Rollins, 13 minutes, five seconds, on three and a quarter. Um, so that, that was that's the highest I went all night. Fun match, but but it's it was it was what you've seen from these guys fifteen times already, you yeah. know. So you knew it was going to be good. Somewhere on a raw. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, Ziggler gets the the victory. I don't even remember how he did. He beat him with a super kick. Uh yes, with the Drew McIntyre distraction, I believe. Yes. Yes. So. You know, we we've had some a couple nefarious finishes, not, nothing too crazy, but it's just another one of those things where, and this is this is where as we get to this this next, um, well we'll go one more match before we kind of start getting into it here. Um, AJ Styles defeats Samoa Joe. I went two and three quarters on it. He wins with the forearm, an awkward looking forearm with an awkward bump. Samoa Joe almost getting squashed. Yeah. It looked like. I don't know. What did you think of the, the, the I, world I title match? This was a good match. I like Samoa Joe taking control early on uh, for, for, I would say, pretty much, uh, I would say, 70% of the match. Uh, but Styles, you know, of course, getting the aggressive streak uh, going. Um, yeah, and, and that phenomenal elbow. Uh, yikes. It was so awkward. It was almost like they were too close or something weird. I don't know. I. I gotta say, it's I'm starting to, starting to get nervous about Samoa Joe. He's just, 
he's not moving like he used to. And I, it might've just been more evidence of, you know, just people not caring in this, on this show and just half-assing it. But I don't know. A lot of the stuff. I mean, you got to really, yeah. yeah, I mean, travel schedule too. I mean, just doing show after show, jumping on a plane and then, oh yeah, you're going to perform now, you know, right mm-hmm. after you know, five hours of rest. What scared me the most, which I will touch on what you said too, um, early on in the match when he, when he kind of went through the ropes and hit that elbow on Styles when he was against the announce table, that was scary where I was like, ooh, it, that's where it kind of seemed a little sloppy. And I was like, ooh, I really hope that was more jet lag. But now that you kind of say, you know, you kind of notice a little something else, then, yeah, that's that's a cause to be concerned. Yeah, I mean, and, and even even like as much as we did enjoy the, the, the little trilogy they did for what it was, that was not Styles Joe that we've seen a hundred times them do. Wasn't even close. But that was also a decade ago. Agreed, agreed. And and so so you can't necessarily knock it because of that. But it's just I don't know. I don't know. It just something just seems off with Joe and you know, maybe it's just another one of those things where he's just like, huh? Eh, what what does it matter? I'm getting paid and if I don't have to do it, why why do it? Is that a fear for the uh, the elites if they jump over to Connecticut? Ah, yeah. Spe- speaking of that, I totally forgot that we uh, did not go into to the rumors to start. We just went straight into this. Well, that's what I said. I was like, we're we're starting with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe it's for the best. Maybe we just get this over with, and we'll do news and rumors next. Um, I was, well, the big you know news you know that that Demetrius pointed out about uh, who the WWE were trying to uh, lure away. I, I thought I was like, oh, he's maybe transitioning then to power struggle with that little tidbit. Yeah, we'll, 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 do, we'll do news and rumors next. And those will actually work with how the main event uh, went on this show, which could jeopardize a Mania match potentially. But yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I was just more excited to just get it over with, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. Um then we get to the final three matches. Oh, and this, it just got worse and worse and worse. Um, Brock Lesnar defeats Braun Strowman once again to become universal champion. What? Uh, I thought he was in the UFC. Oh, uh, no, apparently not. Um, apparently Vince opened up the Brinks truck because a Roman went down. Um, tell me this. If you're going to make Brock the, the you know, the big... That he is. How come? How, how come Barry Corbin hits him with a clipboard? Hit Braun with a clipboard? Or was it the title? It I think title. it was the clipboard. Okay. So at least so it was the title. title. Okay. Thank God, because for some reason in my head I had a clipboard. I'm like, this is terrible. Uh, but you know why? I would have rather hit my head with a clipboard than rewatch any of this event. <laughs> See, hits him with like three F fives, and then Braun kicks out. <laughs> and then he well, you know why? He's Braun Reigns now. You didn't realize while watching this three minute little gimmick match that they essentially now turned him into Roman Reigns, where he was aligned what a mere three weeks ago with the biggest heel team that they've had on Monday night. In quite some time, which again, I still don't believe they're really truly heels. They're just being themselves. And 
they were getting jerked around in, in certain situations with the Shield. But anyways, they literally made Braun Strowman into Roman Reigns uh, with the WrestleMania 32 match. Yeah, I, I was, uh, it was a lot shorter. It, what, what, what was the reason for having Corbin? So now you're essentially telling us that you're setting up because you won't have Brock for months on end, even though he's your champion. And Lesnar uh, couldn't beat him. So where mm-hmm. does that come into play? Uh, well, now we get. I'm sure we get Braun versus Baron Corbin at TLC. Oh yuck! <laughs> what child gotta, is he gonna pull out of the ring for that? Because <laughs> then, then I'm sure it'll be Brock and Braun at WrestleMania. At, uh, yeah, or at the Rumble. And if they do Brock and Braun at the Rumble, then what do they do with Brock at WrestleMania? Do they do Lesnar, Ambrose, and Rollins him? in a three-way? Do they sign? Wait, did you say Brock at WrestleMania? Or yeah. Did they sign up for that long? I, I don't know. Supposedly, Crown Jewel was the last date on his contract, and they extended him because of the Roman thing. I mean, if you do Mania, you obviously do Lesnar HBK, but besides that, I, I don't think you're going to get him at Mania. Please let, let's 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 not do if we let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do they, do they, because his contract could be up, do they do Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Cormier? Oh, my God, yuck. No. <laughs> is, that, is that how he gets it to uh, announcing Friday Night SmackDown or whatever, Fox Night SmackDown? Um, I mean, is Braun Strowman the right guy to drop the title to when he finally does make that full pledge? UFC commitment, because come on, I mean, that's where no. it seems like the money no. is. Who's the right guy for him to drop the title to that's not Seth Rollins? Dean Ambrose, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre would be interesting, but that's not going to happen. Lesnar would be no. like, hey, remember the last time you got cut? Taryn Terrell. <laughs> Taryn Terrell. Taryn Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> Almost off of uh, your experience, um, oh, yeah. but like I just look—they've given me no reason to give a bleep about Braun Strowman anymore. So why? No. But I guess that is probably about the time you do it, you know. This company sucks. Um, so yeah, Brock defeats Braun in three fifteen. So we get Lesnar Styles again, huh? One year anniversary. Yeah. That that boggles my mind too. Apparently, they weren't going to do Roman versus Styles. Like Vince didn't want that, but now with Roman out, they've decided to do the champ champ match. Is it for the title? No, it'll it'll be non-title, just like the Rousey back movie. So Styles wins this time, is what we're saying. Probably not, because you know the WWE title's below the Universal. Ooh, not out with that Fox money. I like the Ambrose approach because I think if you give Ambrose the title, you have him keep it till Mania. Like you were saying, you know, the last show or the show before, um, you, that's when you have Seth Rollins do his WrestleMania journey. The Shield, you know, gets back together. The brother gets sick. 
the brother turns. He's back, you know, you know, by himself. He drops the Intercontinental title, uh, you know, and then, you know, he wins the Rumble and then he finally faces and tries to get redemption. Like, isn't that yeah. the easiest, simple 90s booking? It, it, and what, what's what's nice about it, too, is it I'll be entertained. Yeah, it, I'll be entertained by it because it's simple. Yeah. You know, like the whole I, I didn't know this. And I think I brought this up on the show. I could be wrong. I, I I don't remember if I brought this up to you, but I did not know that the whole reason uh, the New Day and Bar started feuding was because Cesaro got a hold of the New Day's pancake recipe or something ripped up the recipe or something with pancakes. That, like, that's the start, really. Yeah, like that's it's so, not championship like goal. No, it's it's he got a hold of the recipe from Mr. Bootiesworth or something. Oh yeah. And then they made pancakes. The hell's wrong with this world? <laughs> I don't know, but Zion Williamson freak. In two minutes and thirty seconds, after the Miz goes down with an injury, oh. I, I love how they did the right leg too to make it seem like the non-gimmick leg. Uh, <laughs> Shane McMahon says, "I'll do it." put me in and in two and a half minutes with a coast to coast defeats Dolph Ziggler to become your world cup winner. Best in the world, man. Oh, Oh my God. And I think the worst part about this was his acting was was something of, you know, I posted this on our Twitter. I thought I was watching troll two again. Oh my God! They're eating her. Then they're gonna eat me. Oh my God! That's what it felt like. I mean, when he when he went in the corner to celebrate, and he's like, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" Yeah, I won. <laughs> and he's running in a circle like he's like he's celebrating. You know what I mean? Like it was it was awful. It was the most ludicrous thing ever. I, and I've I seen am, ludicrous in concert. <laughs> I've, Would you I've rather have had Hulk Hogan come out for all the Hulkamaniacs in Saudi Arabia come out, win this World Cup? Hell think yeah. That's something better than Shane McMahon? I would have believed he was genuinely excited he won. Would society I mean, have uh, adapted <laughs> to that? That's the other point. No. Um, <laughs> he's in the back. Why not, right? Get that if you're going to do it, you're already doing it in Saudi Arabia anyway, so you're already getting grief for it. What's, what's international waters. I mean, yeah. it'll be big over there. Yeah, just keep going. Go, go all the way. <laughs> You know, people people are already mad about this. Why don't you, you know, give Hulk Hogan the, the World Cup of Wrestling. <laughs> I'm so bummed he didn't say Silverdome. I really wanted him to. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, it just, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, he was jacked. To, to, to be fair, I mean, he was ripped. So I could see but, him beating Dolph Ziggler. No, I can't. That's. So ridiculous that they would think this is good. 
like you pushed Ziggler with this whole thing, and then he gets beaten two and a half minutes by Shane McMahon. I just this is the and this is where let me get my composure here. This is where I bring up to you wanted to bring this up to you. You know, to be fair, on a few of these matches, if you were just a casual person watching it, you could if you compare some of these matches at um at uh, um evolution to the this crown jewel I just I can't get, no! No! get over this um it's it's not like everything was that much better wrestling wise like if you take take the take the opening tag match with Trish and Lita that had the huge pop mm-hmm. and take the the tag match with the bar or, you know, take the six woman tag and, and take, you know, Ziggler Rollins or something, you know, it's not like the wrestling was incredibly different. And this is a point that somebody else brought up too, but, but it, it, it ties it all together. The reason evolution worked and this didn't is they didn't do any crazy, stupid booking, crazy. Oh my God. Did you, be- I can't believe that this happened. Things. Everything was just booked straight with a finish. Mm-hmm. And it worked, and it was it worked so well to the point that everyone was like, "Hey, that's awesome! I can get into that." You know, and and when you have your final three matches, do what they did, including two of the three having some of the dumbest finishes, with Baron Corbin interfering on behalf of Brock Lesnar, and. Shane McMahon winning this World Cup and just running laps, high fiving people, and it was terrible, man. It was, it's the epitome of what this company is, and this is they they. I'm like, well, yeah, it did yourself once again. I can't believe Shane McMahon came to. I'll do it. And and wouldn't and, it have made more sense? For, like, I don't know, a guy who hasn't won a match in, I don't know, what, five years, wouldn't it have been way awesomer if Kurt Hawkins just came down and said, you know what, I'll do it, I'll do it, and pins Dolph Ziggler? Hell yeah. That would make more sense than Shane McMahon, right? That's how you build a Star Wars. You make him lose on TV, for 300 plus times and then have him win all of a sudden in two and a half minutes against a guy who's had some grueling matches so far, let alone, and you know, the travel he beats Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. They could act like they didn't even know that he came with, Yeah, you know, and I mean, I guess to intrigue, I'll, I'll watch raw or SmackDown after the or raw, obviously, you know, it's ah, so stupid. And and I guess to be fair, because people are probably listening, saying Kurt Hawkins is on Raw. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine, but it's 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 an, a perfect example of you take a, you take somebody like that and you you make you make a star is where you know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, what are you? What are they trying to get to? Like, what is the point to? Shane McMahon winning this is is this like are you know what this reminds me of WCW? 
this, they're relying on old stars. They're really not building on the new talent that can carry on matches. And, oh, yeah, they have their owners win tournaments or big matches or insert them into the storyline. Like, is this so they can, like, I, uh, I'm so fr- Like, are they, is this, a, are they going to try to do a Shane McMahon heel turn? And if that's the case, then what do, then what do they have Who's them the do? Heel like, turning on? Who? That's, uh, that's the company? The Why? Fa- like, there's no reason to. AJ? No. What is he jealous about? Because he won the best, he's the best in the world. Does he say, AJ, I deserve a title shot? Oh, God, please don't. Turn? No, 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 if they waste the title at WrestleMania by having Shane McMahon get a title match against AJ Styles, I'm done. You beat me once at WrestleMania, but this time I'm going to make it count. Like, is that what it's going to be? Him dancing around all evil? <sighs> Not like evil, but, you know, evil, like... <laughs> I think the main thing that, you know, long story short, no good can come of this, I think is where we need to realize. <laughs> this is this is just I mean we can always stop watching. Well, I mean it's it's getting I mean if dude, to be fair, I've I've watched one Raw in the last eight weeks. And I've probably watched half of one SmackDown. So I have stopped. Last week's SmackDown, I just deleted off the DVR. I didn't even watch it. You didn't even watch Daniel Bryan AJ Styles for the first time in 15 years? No, because I assumed it had some kind of a BS finish or something. and Or it was just, or it was, let me grab a rest hold so we can go to commercial break four times. Adam Pierce comes out. At, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> My time. I just I I don't I no, I didn't care. I knew that match was on there and I was like, eh, oh well. <laughs> I didn't care. Oh I just, I, I, I don't just, know, it's, it's the market. I was like, Yeah, I'll watch that. I mean I I knew they couldn't F it up, but I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see how they're gonna bury Daniel Bryan until God knows how long. And you're like, why can't we go back to August 31st, 2018, and maybe not have them sign? We uh, uh, let me let me we'll we'll do it since we didn't last week. Six one two, what what's going on? Hello. Oh, hello. Hey, what can we do for you? Oh, I was just wondering why we're still talking about Crown Jewel. Jeez. <laughs> we're, we're gonna go to power struggle soon. I promise. I just it, it's oh, it's unfathomable. Un- unfathomable. Glorified house show. <laughs> you really want? Do you think there's some house show matches are longer than Randy Orton and Rey you, Mysterio, which baffles me. I say, do, do you think there's anything to the idea of that? Maybe they're making the show so bad that. Saudis won't want them back anymore. Well, if they're going to keep paying them that money, I mean, do you really think that they have any morals not to do it? I mean, some, somebody said that Shawn, Michael, Shawn Michaels got $10 million for that match, somebody said. 
I mean, that's probably a little I, overdoing it, but if if that high of a number's been thrown out, you know he had to make a pretty good penny. And that's all that Saudi money. Well, just the fact that he's there, you know he made insane bank on it. You are... <laughs> that's a lot of church door knob handles being replaced, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, we'll, we'll we'll get into power struggle here soon here. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm about to wrap it up. Uh, th- <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for buzzing in 612. Um, I just, I mean, they're right. He's right. He's right. Let's, let's, let's cap this off. Uh, Degeneration X defeat <sighs> the brothers of destruction. This match was 27 minutes and 45 seconds. The interest were, were half that, by the way. I timed now, it. Mind you, I went one star on Shane and Ziggler. Um, I I didn't give this match a dud. I flat out wrote zero. I've never done that in my life. This was the worst match I saw in 2018. This was really? horrendous. I, I thought it was awful. I I was... I felt bad for these guys by the end of it when you could see Shawn Michaels saying we're too old for this and laughing in the middle of these matches. He Shawn Michaels does his moonsault to the oh floor and no, leads himself head first into the ground, busts his forehead open. Uh, Triple H tears his peck on a choke slam. Um, Undertaker is getting his ass kicked by his hair. He can't even get it out of his face. Kane's mask falls off halfway through a punch. Uh, I mean, Kane's Triple H was keeping so so heavy. I that's all I was watching throughout the whole match, thinking, "What is this?" I thought I was at a high school gym, except I was watching it in my new awesome basement um, in Saudi Arabia. Not I was in Saudi Arabia, but that happened in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> at a Saudi Arabia gym. Where I'm like, where's Tracy's mothers? What's happening? It was, it was hard. It was hard. Uh, and let's not forget Undertaker Irish whips Triple H into the barricade. To which I don't know if Triple H thought he was taking a bump or if Undertaker <laughs> thought that he was gonna turn the Irish whip on him. And then they both just run into it at the same time. It. It, oh my God! It was. This is my least. This is the worst match of 2018 for me. I. I, I, I just. I look. I have. I have our our quarter awards, and my worst match of the year was is Matt Hardy and uh, Curtis Axel from the June 25th Monday Night Raw. Um, this is worse. This is unbelievably worse. I, I, this is worse than that women's football match you've ever seen. Oh man. Yeah. This is worse than that Cody Hall one from 2017 that I voted. Um, this, this is worse than Jack Swagger versus bad boy Steve from uh, Lucha underground. Uh, I mean, this is, this is worse than Ruby Riot, Dana Brooke from the 4th of July raw. I mean, this is, this, this was a travesty. And the fact that it went almost 28 minutes, um, I I can't. Even, I, four hours. I I can't. I can't stomach what what the hell this was. I officially decided that I don't want Shawn Michaels to come back and and wrestle a, a WrestleMania match. I Ooh. that's. I don't want a, another. 
I don't want to think anything else of Shawn Michaels with wrestling, and this with what this was. Well, this was bad enough. I don't want to. I don't want to see him try to do anything again and something happen again. This was just. I mean, oh my God! Triple H throws a flying knee and almost falls over. I mean, even even Triple H, who's actually in good shape and does wrestle on a semi-regular basis. Like, I understand you can blame the peck, but even before that choke slam, it just, it, it, the heat. peck at all, Triple H buried the Undertaker. You realize that, right? He yeah, buried well, Vince's creation, his only success. Triple H buries it. Probably the last wrestling match ever with this surgery, I would say. And just you know, and, and, he's the biggest internet darling now because of that. Think about that. Triple in all of their last wrestling matches, hopefully, probably. Yeah, I, I it was. I mean, very, I just. I mean, Kane. When Kane took that super kick to and like to to set up for the pedigree, like he could hardly turn to bend over for the pedigree, and then the pedigree was just. I mean, it was oh my god, ah, it was so bad. And there's elections. Why are you in Saudi Arabia? Elections. Ah, it was. Uh, this is bad. This is this. When when Kane and Trip or Kane and Take were working a heat on Shawn Michaels, it went for like 14 minutes. The heat did, and they did nothing but like sidewalk slams. <laughs> like, am I watching Kevin Nash? <laughs> it's so bad. Even when he did old school, he was like, whoa. Like, I was like, oh, gosh. I told the little one, I was like, look away. Don't don't watch him in this state. <laughs> Does, did this so, kill the Attitude Era? It proved that did what a lot of people said. It, it, well, Pritch, Bruce Pritchard said it best. He goes, look, I know everyone praises the Attitude Era, but that was some of the worst wrestling our company's ever had. You know, I and... And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't by any means think that those guys are terrible or anything. But that match was what a lot of Attitude Era matches looked like. You know, when when you're watching Golga and Kurrigan take on the Headbangers, mm-hmm. I mean, how did that? How does that match look when you watch it? It was t- yeah, it's well, terrible. We named twenty wrestlers before we named those oddities. Headbangers. I mean, but is the Attitude Era now like the Jim Crockett? Where when we were younger, well, you're different. You liked, you know, that wrestling. I wasn't as exposed to that. But is that now kind of seen as that Crockett era, that boring wrestling, if you will, without the segments, you know, that made Monday Night Raw and Nitro, you know, kind of stand out because it was always, you know, the segments, the interviews, or, or the storylines more so than the wrestling. Is that how it's going to be portrayed as now, do you think? Um, I would hope not. Because, I mean, if you really want to label the Attitude Era, I, I think it's, you know, it was your your segments. I mean, there'd be some Monday Night Raws where the fir- the opening segment was a promo that went 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now you're almost into the into the halfway point of your show, and, you know, you're now having Bart Gunn versus Al Snow in a, a street fight, you know, so you're already going into a gimmick match. I mean, let's not forget they do one, two gimmick matches every show. 
I, but I don't know. It's 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 weird to say. It's it's a that's a topic for. I think that needs to be dissected a little deeper. Um, let's we'll do a ten ten part series on the Attitude Era coming in twenty nineteen. Let's, um, let's do news and rumors quick and all, and just do one more break since we're we're running out of time because powers you know because I want to get the power struggle. Um, but let's talk those big those big news and rumors real quick. Uh, supposedly after. Uh, Dominion in June, the WWE came a call to Tetsuya Naito, and Tetsuya Naito, no interest whatsoever in the WWE. Hallelujah to that. Um, if if uh, pull up the actual, I had the actual article. There it goes. Uh, he said uh, Tetsuya Naito said I didn't even give it a thought. He said this is this New Japan ring already is the world's number one stage. The fans know this. That's why I think we should focus on our home crowd before looking international. Very um, like with that statement, because yeah. he's kind of saying the same thing over the last, you know, month or so. Uh, after winning the G1, hell, even during the G1, he was kind of sharing that same sentiment. What are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you think there, there's plausibility in that statement? I... I agree with both parties. I, you know, I understand that's why you, you bring in Harold Mage to, to be your CEO for Takaki Kidani and the, and the guys at Bushi Road. So, I mean, I are your president. I, I, so, I mean, I get that. And your international appeal is if you want to grow, you're, you're okay. We're, we're huge in one country or in a couple countries, but if you want to grow, you got to grow to other markets. And, the whole thing with, you know, when you run a business, you want your business to be the most successful business in the world. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But, and, and to their, to their credit, if you look at, you know, what I call the Okada era since 2012, after Wrestle Kingdom six, when Okada new beginning beat Tanahashi uh, that February for the title for his first run, they've went up every single year in in money. They've they every year with Okada as their ace, they're they've continued to stockpile more and more and more, and they're they're having better ticket sales. You know, you look at this year's G one. They ran the last three shows in Budokan Hall. I mean, that's a huge venue compared to running Sumo Hall. And you know the little boxes that the fans sit in. So they they constantly grow, and they're you know they have they have a streaming service and that that's doing great numbers for what they're doing. I I so I mean I I think it is worth expanding because you know if you keep growing here, why not go somewhere else and try it? And to their credit, they've they've had good success. I mean, look at the let's be honest, Madison Square Garden's Ring of Honor show that sold out the MSG. That sold out because New Japan's on that. Oh, totally. uh, let's be honest. If that was Beer City 100%. Bruiser versus, you know, Beer City Bruiser versus Jay Lethal, that's not selling out. But the, the simple fact that there is a chance that I, I, I think there's three matches that they could run on this show that are why people bought tickets. I think the 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 thought of fu- first time in America Tanahashi versus Okada could happen. I think that would be. You know, you you want to sell people to New Japan? You give them Okada Tanahashi. It's the greatest feud I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, no offense, Steamboat Flair, things like that. I mean, it's the proof's in the pudding. There's they're still putting on five star matches. You know, and, oh yeah, and, and, and the Mega Powers, man. 
you know, oh my God, that the handshake. Oh. But you know, these guys are like, I think they're five, four, and two. They've had eleven matches, I believe, and they get better as it goes. Almost, you know, well, Duntaku great. back in May, I think was my favorite match of the series, and that was their that was their ninth match. They've had two since then. Um, <laughs> but you know, so so the 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 thought of that I think is enough. I think the thought of thinking that we could get Kota Bushi Kenny Omega. I think has people extremely excited that they could see that. And I know you said, you know, you don't have to do it and you can give them something else, but I know it's still there and and people know how special it is. I think the thought of an Okada Omega match at this show Mm -hmm. is, was enough to sell the building out without even knowing it could be on there. But going off the other side of this coin, I think you should keep focusing on your home country because if you're going to keep doing these numbers, who's to say you can, you know, when you do these, you know, the, the G one and stuff, you can stop some of these little small one camera um, handheld shows like you did in the the super juniors. And who's to say you can't run Cork and, you know, treat Cork as your small building. Now we're running Sumo Hall twice. We're running Budokan three nights. You know, and if you really want to get crazy with it and you think you could do 20000 or more, who's to say you don't run the G-Run final in the Tokyo Dome? Ha, ha. Woo! You know, keep, you know, if, 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 and, and that's where expanding in your home country continues to work. So I think, it, I think it works on both ends, you know, I think to be fair. I yeah I I think it, it it just makes more sense you know I always say you know always kind of concentrate on your home first um, and and I think with the expansion you know in California you know that that continues to grow um, you know day by day here you know I I, I think it just makes more sense um, to kind of establish that product especially with the elite you know former Bullet Club you know kind of you know doing the will they won't they you know with that so some interesting things kind of with that and i like to see what omega you know has been doing as as his reign with champion with business you know do they credit him or do they credit you know kind of the overall you know sensation that is new japan um the the other thing which works perfect with what we're talking with the new japan uh young bucks are not going to work the world tag league coming up here end of November into December, which means that there is no way that they will be able to, they're, they're not wrestling for the tag titles at no. Wrestle Kingdom. Um, they had said, uh, what was it? Uh, Nick Jackson made a joke. Uh, they don't pay enough and that's how we're not doing it. Uh, Matt mm-hmm. Jackson also said, to be fair, we don't need to take four weeks away from our family during the holidays. And, you know, the money just wasn't right too. So if they're saying the money isn't right and they they don't want to do this world tag league, especially after the big deal about them going heavy, um, yep. obviously the Gorillas of Destiny rematch is what I'd like to see because I mean they bring the best out of God and we finally get the mm-hmm. we, I mean Tonga we we praise Tonga Loa all people. <laughs> so my I'm wondering you know Cody's not resigning. Mm-hmm. Hangman Page has already gotten offers. Marty Skrull, I, I, you know, we're not hearing a lot about Skrull. And if at final battle, because he won Survival of the Fittest, he gets the title shot at Jay Lethal. Lethal beats him at final battle. Is that the end of him in ROH? Is that the end, yeah. 
And let's be honest, if the two big things I say to look at, too, is they already changed their name to the Elite. They're not doing Bullet Club anymore. They're going by only the Elite, which now they own the copyright and the name, too. And if Tanahashi beats Omega, I bet you New Year's Dash is it. And if you you know, to be fair with it, Tanahashi they're already booking for what I think could happen. Tanahashi can wins the title from Kenny Omega and at Dominion, Jay White's your new champion. Uh-huh. He's already cemented himself as the leader of the new Bullet Club. You've kept it as a non Japanese you know, member to be in the Bullet Club to lead it. And you've already adapted the name. You've put Ishimori in there, who very well may take the title from Kushida. And you added Jado and Gato. So, I mean, you've built Bullet Club back up to a big force. They brought in Robbie Eagles from Australia, who's been tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Robbie Eagles' run. I just, or this is just one big troll job to get you talking and nothing's going to change with the elite and they're going to, or they're going to start their own company or something. But Bingo. Just, the, there's a lot, there's a lot of proof in the pudding where a lot of these things are starting to slowly turn where we're out and new Japan knows it. That's why they've rebuilt the bullet club. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be shocked if when I'm at the Tokyo dome in two months that I watch Jay white defeat Kazuchika Okada. Just to build him, wow! That you would lose your mind, wouldn't you? <laughs> I might storm. You travel the all that way. I hate Okada. you, Jay White. <laughs> you would give him the but most once, heat. Once again, the biggest heel in all of wrestling, and mm-hmm. anywhere you go is Jay Frickin' White, man. And why, he proved that and it, one little thing at at Power Struggle, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. but. God, and he played so well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you got to look at too, is by by what they did um, a couple nights before on uh, the Road Two show when Tanahashi and Okada shook hands and the place went nuts. Did you end up watching that handshake I told you about? Oh yeah, that pop was ridiculous. I mean that was. You know that that's that was like the glass broken Austin coming out using the Attitude Era reference earlier. They went bonkers supposed to. <laughs> Tanakata, that's tight as hell. Um, you know, for, to be honest, this is a way you could end chaos and you could you could start up a new faction finally. Um, but on top of that, really, you, you would just get rid of a name like Chaos and and just do something. Entirely different. Why wouldn't you just I mean, have them into chaos? Because, I mean, they've been doing chaos since like 2010, I think. I mean, they're due for a new stable. You, and you could still keep chaos. You could just give it to, I don't know, give it to Goto. Don't say Yoshihashi. <laughs> give it to Yoshihashi. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's, you know. Is he still concussed from the. Uh... From the stage, yeah. When he when he did the Titus O'Neil, I haven't seen him since. <laughs> you know, but but I mean, anyway, it's it's think of the pop that they that they got for that handshake. If you have Okada put over Jay White, when Jay White beats Tanahashi for the title, 
think of the heat he's going to get because he he, on the two biggest shows that aren't the G1, he beat Okada and Tanahashi. And you know, if you really want, you really want to get it going, you have Okada and Tanahashi both chasing Jay White, and neither of them can get their hands on him. And you have Tana in block A, Okada in block B, and next year you run the Tokyo Dome for the G1 final, and it's Okada versus Tanahashi. The winner gets Jay White, and they shake hands out of respect going, hey, man, if you win, you better make sure you beat him. Think of the – I mean, and now I just booked your whole year, and I'm jacked thinking about it. (laughs) And and you know what this proves? Once again, New Japan can lose – Top talent like Styles Nakamura, Machine Gun, nothing, not against Carl Anderson, but Machine Gun still like top five for me. But you, you lose. Is that the Young same Buck, person? Kenny. Yeah. You, yeah. Luke Carl Hall. Anderson, Machine Gun. Oh, boo, boo. No, Carl Abs Anderson, man. His his eight year old kid does a sick spine buster. I watched that. That was on awesome. Twitter. That was. <laughs> Props to the cell by the other kid, by the way. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, tuck the chin. He's like, my kids do it right. But, you know, Machine Gun was a staple of New Japan. So was Nakamura, mm-hmm. and AJ made a big impact. They got better without those guys. They lose Kenny and the Bucks. And, you know, obviously Cody, Page, and Marty. They're, they're big, but they're not Kenny and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You build Jay White with the, with Okada and Tanahashi. You're going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. I think if and anybody, you know who's been worry. behind that, because obviously, like you just said, that's such a that's your year right there. Who's going to beat Jay White? Who can you know? Who's going to run out of breath in front of the switchblade there? Like that that set up just so perfectly. And, oh. and Gato all behind that as he just ended a one era into the new. Yeah, and and what's what's beautiful about it is now they have their babies chasing the heels. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can really get the fans has that been it. done in New Japan before? Oh well, I mean o- Okada's been they, they he came he was heel to start with, but he mm-hmm. never really got. You know, when Naito beat Okada, he was heel. But, you know, then he dropped it back to him a month later at Dominion when he beat him. I think it was Dantaku. You know, AJ, I guess, was a heel, but it was still Bullet Club. So, but but then again, let's be be fair. In the last five, six years, when has there been a heel that's actually gotten heat like Jay Mm -hmm. Jay White's gotten? There really hasn't been. It's been go-away heat. Yeah, it's it's been a while. A lot of these companies are getting that, ugh, just leave. Like, you know, no offense to Bully Ray and Ring of Honor, but a lot of people are, yes, he gets heat where he goes, but a lot of the heat is, why are you still here? You know, and that's, you could say, the biggest heel in Ring of Honor. You know, they're trying to. I mean, nothing as as close, but I mean, I would say, like, WrestleMania 27, Miz was kind of getting some of that heat. Especially when he kind of, you know, won the championship after cashing in and just kind of, you know, granted, he didn't face Jerry Lawler, you know, and and, and some random (laughs) stuff like that. But again, he was getting crazy heat because, you know, obviously with the circumstances with Lawler, 
you know, that happened at that time. You're just like, whoa, he really went there. Um, I would say Dean Ambrose right now. I mean, if if they keep it going and don't screw it up, I mean, he's the, <laughs> as close as they can get to Jay White right now in in the United States. And and I agree. I think if they book it right and they don't screw it up, the Ambrose thing is perfect. This is this is your money feud for Mania. But if, but you want to talk the Miz? That's fine. I'll gladly give you the Miz in that Mania twenty seven era. You're you're almost you have to go almost eight years since this, this since you can think of somebody like this. Mm-hmm. I mean it's and it's and it, it's exactly what what I I knew Jay White was going to be fine. He's he has the charisma to do it, and he's he's just he's a slime ball, and it's exactly mm-hmm. what I thought. You know, I I still to this day said you know the Wrestle Kingdom match was a fluke. It was. What do you expect when you're putting this guy in his in his first match under this gimmick that he's never done before? So he doesn't know how to do. You know, he hasn't figured out the nuances and he hasn't fine tuned mm-hmm. it. Which now, you know, he's he's got the nuances down and he's oh, you know he's God, yelling yeah. at Tanahashi. You know, Kata's in there. He's like, get that out of here. It just this doesn't involve you, Tanahashi. He's already getting Tanahashi involved with him. Like they're already planting that in front of our own eyes, and we're not even realizing it. He got a heat with announcers and people on the internet. What he did to those announcers? Yeah, the, the Jim Ross thing. We're we're yeah. what's David doesn't even do the shows anymore. Josh Barnett. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and it's his match with Tanahashi. I bet he was nervous as hell. I would be. All right, guess what? Your big heel debut rebranding, and you're gonna face Hiroshi Tanahashi, a guy who likes to go out there and put on the best match of the night in a 25 minute match. You're ready to go? No, I'm not. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's a lot of freaking pressure. And ever since the Kenny Omega thing, he's been fine. Agreed. He's you know, been, so it, yeah. Because we thought, okay, that's something he can fall back on. That'll be his big feud. But honestly, before you said that, I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, yeah. I've thought more so of the whole, you know, how we blew up chaos, you know, essentially by taking the mastermind behind it all. I mean, that was as perfect as you can get. And and the payoff to that, the, the beauty of it is they didn't, they didn't forget to give you a payoff. Yeah. The payoff that they gave you was Data was using Okada to get the dude over. And he, he, Jay White made us care about David Finley for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, Not after Power Struggle. I'm like, how are they going to run him and Omega? <laughs> and have anyone care? Um, speaking of care, do you care that the the Batista Triple H match could be in jeopardy at WrestleMania? I think the pectoral uh, surgery was uh, a way for Trips to get out of it because no one cares. No, no. one cares. You, if they flip it and do Batista Orton, do people just go ugh? I, I, that's fine for backlash. Do they still do backlash? I think they do. No, but I'm saying that's no. fine for 2009 backlash. <laughs> Wait, no, I think they still do backlash. That was, I don't know, whatever. Um, any other things that don't? Who, who, seriously, who can call themselves a Batista fan where they're like, Batista's the best wrestler ever? Who the hell oh. can say that? The Jackal. 
where they can say, I want a Batista WrestleMania match. <laughs> I I will say I enjoyed it his his promo on Sm- SmackDown 1000. I thought that was pretty fun. Prove I it. loved you guys three, even when you called three, four, me Blue Batista. Yeah, I mean he, he was self-referential himself. That's that's fine and dandy. I don't want to see him in the ring. No, I the the only time I've I've like marked and cared for Batista was that one heel run he had. Cena. Awesome. Yeah. I was there when and, he came out and murdered John Cena to win the championship in St. Louis. And just when, he, awesome. when he when he quit wrestling in the wheelchair, that yep. was amazing. And the greatest, one of the greatest wrestling moments ever is uh, the Armageddon four-way where they lose. Undertaker retains the title and he's just laughing and he's like, I'm so sick of losing. And Ray's like, it's okay, man. We'll be, we'll get through this. He's like, I just, I'm so sick of not winning. I'm going to rip your head off. He's like, what? And then he just kills. Like that was amazing. Like that was the cool Batista, but you know, Next. Yeah. I mean, he's great <laughs> as, as Drax. Um, uh, he's yeah. great as that, but yeah. I had a lot I, of I fun with him. At all. The man with iron fists. He was good in that. I mean, he might be in Suicide Squad. So, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> um, There's the rumor he might be uh, the, the Gator fella. Ooh. Or Croc. Killer Croc, sorry. Uh, breaking news, Jose Lothario died about yeah. an hour ago. That sucks. Uh, we all remember him from the WrestleMania. Series. Oh, yeah, Survivor Series, yep. Um, In San Antonio. Um, any, anything else Didn't that really sparked... Didn't he take a camera you? to the heart? <laughs> yeah, I think Sid hit him with it or something. Oh, yeah, it was definitely Psycho Sid with an S. <laughs> Sid's tight. <laughs> Why didn't he have any merch? Come on. What was this thing? The uh God what, the uh not the greatest man in the world. God what was that? Oh his like catchphrase? Well she would talk like this because And then he would go on like an ultimate warrior type of like <laughs> low key rant. Because I am not half the man that you are. The the cycle Sid catchphrase we will have right after this. Russell Cats Radio. Nice people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate. Baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, Radio Tune, and that more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate.
Hey, Alex Mello here, one half of the Pop Culturist, inviting you to get your pop culture fix every Wednesday night here on the Strong Style Media Network. Alongside Half Pine Kyle Adams, we'll see who got beat down at the box office, run down the Manic Movie Minute, find out what Kyle has for his musical mantra, and you hear our takes on the latest in film, the television, and the music. Listen to the Pop Culturist every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media or search strong style media on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. Strong Style Media, we are conglomerates. Greetings and salutations to fight fans. It's your boy Dub. One half of standing eight count radio. You want fight analysis, news, a look in the local Minneapolis Minnesota boxing team? Then tune in Sundays, 10 p.m. Central Time, and listen to Ryan Cook and I break down the speed science. If you don't know where to find us, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Blog Talk Radio. That's standing eight count radio, and that's presented by Strong Style Media. We are conglomerate. when they go down to the ring, aren't you? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my vest and show my one peck off like yo yo hey Komatsu does all the time. Who has more charisma now? <laughs> Who's gonna have more charisma at the Tokyo Dome? Yo or Isaiah? Oh damn. Who's gonna get down a more funky Isaiah or Yo? Well, I think it's a two-part question. Not only who's going to get more funky, but who's going to look more awkward getting funky? Because <laughs> when, when Yohei Kabatsu is trying to get crazy, he he's a little odd. I do love the Rapungi 3K, uh, the, the half tights with each other's tights. Yeah, I thought those were great during the tournament. I yeah. just realized Isaiah... And yo are the same person. Damn, can I be show? You realize that, right? No. If I if I'm show, I might you might uh, I might have a better evening at my house because that's that's all the talk <laughs> is here at Show Tanaka, <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the recliner, bummed. And then uh, Demetrius could be could be Rocky Romero, I guess. He could just run around being goofy. Uh, you know, I thought that was the perfect tea. I uh, played that song. Those guys were in uh, one of my favorite matches tonight, probably second favorite of the match of the night. But I'll tell you right now, I will be the first to question what the hell New Japan is doing with their booking. Uh, we'll get mm-hmm. to that shortly because I know there's a lot of good that you wanted to talk about. I don't want to talk about a bad about Power Struggle because it was a fun show. There wasn't anything 
too crazy in moving storylines on this show like they usually do kind of leading into Wrestle Kingdom. But there yeah. was a lot of really good wrestling. And, uh, it was an easy watch. This was an easy three-hour watch. Three hours and like 30 minutes the show was. A lot um, easier than uh, the other show we just talked about for <laughs> an hour and a half. Uh, ACH, Chris Saban, Ryosuke Taguchi, and Toa Hanari, who I love when they gave Hanari the the ball, just trucks it to the to the ring like he's like the yeah. the fullback going for the touch or for the uh, the score or whatever they call it in rugby. Ooh, the Wild down by one goal, kind of catching back up. Uh, defeat the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Tiger Mask, and the two laziest men in New Japan over the last month, Volador Junior and Soberano Junior. Uh, I actually played Friday the, fir- Friday the 13th on Xbox the other day with uh, a dude from Mexico. And uh, he he under- he was, like, talking about Lucha Libre with somebody in his house, but he was speaking Spanish. And I was like, I was like, how come Volador Jr. and Soberano Jr. are lazy as, sh- as hell? I had to edit it there. And he's like, no, 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 don't say that. No. And then he kept calling Demetrius Cabron because he couldn't catch him. <laughs> Uh, but he was Jason. But I, I had to talk with somebody from down there, and they 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 denied it. And I'm like, Nah, man, there. That was a whack. Because he lost his hair. Come on. Oh, <laughs> they were even, horrible. They were horrible. You know, even uh, after uh, power struggle, you know, if you watch the post match interview, Soberano Junior is like, Well, this was a bad tournament for us, and we lost a lot. I'm like, Yeah, it was really bad. You guys are trash. I. You know, Soberano Jr., he's, I think, the, the CMLL middleweight champion, I think is what, what they call it, that he has. And, you know, he had a, he had a fun, fantastic mania in end of January, beginning of February last year. But boy, oh boy. And, and maybe it's because I think he was in multi-mans with guys like Babanaro Cavanario. And Babaro Cavanario is really good. That it just, something didn't work. I, I would have much preferred... Um, you know, Dragon Lee and Teton or something as a tag yeah. team. Agreed. You know, it's, then, just, it's crazy when when uh, Jushin Thunder Liger and, and Tiger Mask are, are putting on way more effort and are having fun. They should be kind of, you know, kind of not coasting per se, but just, you know, kind of relaxing, you know, in this time of their careers. But they were putting in work, showing, you know, more honor, I would say, than, than the, uh, the luchadors. Uh, the Ligerkin uh, group, as I like to call that team, by the way. Liger, Liger has a anniversary, you know, of, of, yeah, of Kevin Kelly is hyped for that. Uh, next October. By the way, I kind of mentioned this in the group chat, but, you know, Chris Jericho even brought it up. You know, we thought Jim Ross was bad. Leaping Lonnie Pofo is a pile of poo. I don't know if you yeah. went after I saw that, listened to any of the English commentary, but when he said... Oh, that's an impressive feat. Thirty years. Is it been the same man under the mask? You mean to tell me that oh, you didn't know Lord. who that Liger was? You should be slapped in the face. Do you know that? That's not even. That's not even somebody not doing their homework like Jim Ross when he doesn't know who the hell mm-hmm. Evil and Bushi are. This is why Lanny Papo. There are literally a thousand other dudes, probably a million other guys. That I would choose and gals before Lanny Popo, yeah, right? How how even did he get the job? He was out of it at all in. What would you make him make you think that you know, Japan 
with you know names and and moves that he's probably hasn't seen, and it's just yeah, Lanny Poffo makes sense. Who owed Lanny Poffo that big of a favor? Dude, at 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 the 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 Cork and Road Two show that I um uh, that I, that I told you to watch with the Okada Tanahashi handshake, Rocky yeah. Romero. You know, did normal Rocky Romero, which you know everyone knows I've been yeah. a Rocky Romero guy since the Havana Pitbulls when he was in the Rottweilers with Loki and Homicide. You know, a bigger Romero guy. He thought. Whoa, he that was the thing. Yeah, it was uh, Loki, Homicide, Ricky Reyes, and Rocky Romero. Uh, Romero God, and Reyes were. Awesome. Uh, they were the Havana Pitbulls, but the group was called the Rottweilers. Interesting. And that was when Loki or. Uh, homicide would do the vertebraker, but Loki would come off and double foot stomp the guy before he oh, dropped him. Cavall. Yeah, it was disgusting. But like, Lonnie Poffo is losing. You know, I'm just here. Here's my one for the night. Poffo's losing his shit, thinking Rocky Romero is the most athletic human being he's ever seen in his life. He's talking about that he's never seen anyone that can fly like this. What, what is he going to do when he sees a Will Osprey match? His head's gonna blow up. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to JT Brown from uh, Rosemount, Minnesota. Now on the wild, he's got some uh, Dookie braids, and they're they're tipped blonde. He's got blonde Dookie braids. That's tight as hell. Um, Is he a mumble he, mumble rapper? He might be on the side. I play for the Minnesota Wild. I'm on the left wing. Ah, but uh, no, Lonnie, Lonnie Pofo is just. It's when 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 Suzuki and Tanahashi are wrestling, he's like, So, how long has Suzuki been champion? And this is after watching Ishii come to the ring with the belt. Like are you even You missed attention? Jim Ross, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you? You could admit it. Lottie Lottie Poffo, when when Chris Charlton was like, you know, nineteen ninety four was the super you know, super junior tag, uh, Koji Kanamoto and Black Tiger, who you know is Eddie Guerrero, uh, they were uh, the first junior tag league champs. Oh, well in nineteen eighty nine, through nefarious means, I defeated Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but it was cheap. And the only thing they say is, Oh, a win's a win. You got that right. <laughs> Like why? Oh, I don't, Lord. Why the hell is this guy on the TV? <coughs> so my, and then they got some other new guy. I don't even know who this. This dude was. It was like when uh, it was like Monty. He's like the translator, uh, right? Uh, Chris Charlton. Yep, he's on there. He at least understood what was going on. But they got another guy who who was, reminded me of Monty from Major League when um. When uh, Bob Euchre like faints and he's like, "Monty, you're up. I'm in the bag." And he's like, "Me?" And he's like, "Fair ball, caught." That's what this dude was. I'm gonna try to get a New English commentary team, New Japan. I want to try to get this guy's name. Um, it's not on here. Okay, that's why they just keep talking about Kevin. Uh, 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 Don Cows, whatever. Oh, here we go. Lottie, Pol- Lottie Polfo joins it. Um, it was just like, like, why didn't, why don't they, they should have just had Trent Barretta do it? Yeah, because he was fantastic on on Power Struggle. I was like, when I watched it, I was like, wait a second, I don't hear an annoyance. It's a guy that knows his stuff. Not Barretta, but it was uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Chuck Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah, or you don't have Rocky Romero just do it. Yeah, um, I mean, well, granted, he had his team for the, you know, 
He had Rapungi 3K in the in the, in the three way. Yeah, and sometimes so you know he. Um, but he, I like Chuck Taylor. Was what I was getting at. It was like, oh, he knows the wrestlers. Obviously, you know, he wrestled, and but he didn't make it about himself like some wrestlers do on commentary. And and at times, I forgot that he was even on there. Like, wow, this is really good analysis. And and th- they got another guy who was just freaking out at least trying. Uh, Mavs Gillis was the other guy's name. Ah. Um, but like, like I'm, I'm reading on a Reddit sheet. Somebody said so far, Pofo has, has referenced the Bushwhackers, Ken Shamrock and George, the animal steel and said, Toro Yano reminds himself of me and then didn't give a reason why. Wow. Um, and, and apparently it's, he's got a new, new, uh, new podcast. Um, so that could be why it's it's somebody somebody said uh, New Japan found their Art Donovan. Do you remember Art Donovan? He, <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, is that guy a champion? He's got a belt on. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> oh man, all right, so he's got to be the best. Like that was terrible. I anyway, anyway, not to keep harping on this, but my God, just because Don Callis couldn't do a show because of Bound for Glory, you bump him. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Which is his company, which you should be like, yeah, no problem. We get it. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just, I had to get that out in the middle of talking about Volador and Soberano, how bad they were. But uh, uh, Robbie Eagles, Tamatanga, Tonga, Loa Girls of Destiny defeat uh, to, uh, Kushida, Togi Makape, and Tomoaki Honma, the great yeah. match. Uh, I went two and a quarter, fun little match. Um once again, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see more Rob Eagles. I hope he sticks around and uh, does more. I know he's he's pretty active in Melbourne Championship Wrestling. Um, he did have a title shot against uh, Chino Gambino, who's champion out there, um, which makes me think that he's not part of Bullet MCW. Anymore <laughs> yeah, they're haters. Uh, fun little match though with that. Um, Kazuchiko Okada and Trent Beretta defeat Jay White and Bad Luck Fale. Beretta got the pin, yes. I believe. Fale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went three and a quarter. Fun little match. I I love how much they're... When, when Okada finally gets his hands on Jay White and he's beating him up and they're separating mm-hmm. him and Jay White's running out and then they come and jump them all and then once again, you know, it's, it's just Okada sitting there yelling, come on, let's fight. And Jay White's like, yeah, I got better things to do. And well, I loved it because he was like, right now, and then he, he's like walking up the ramp, and then as he's about to go through the gate, he just closes it and says, nope, and just walks <laughs> away. Craziest heat. Booze galore. And again, just that simple. He's like, I'm going to make you wait. I'm going to get you on the biggest stage. And it, it works. It's so It's so simple. Um, I, I, I'm Jack for this match. I think it's going to be a lot better. I think the aura won't be there that he had against Tanahashi and a guy like Okada. The one thing that he's so good at why everybody loves Okada is he will give and give and give to make you look good until he needs to. All right, let's, let's turn it up and go home. And then I'm going to get the W that he's going to make Jay White the way he's going to sell for Jay White is going to be just insane. I can already tell like what's going to happen on the. Ah, oh, it's going to be so good, man. 
Is that your co? Is that your second last? Or do you go IWGP Intercontinental? It's hard because this is the first Wrestle Kingdom since, you know, aside from eight where Tanahashi Nakamura did because of the fan vote, you know, so he's main evented seven, nine, 10, 11, and 12, you know, so five of the last six. Where do you put Okada? Is he more important than Naito Jericho? Out of respect, isn't the answer yes? I think so. But Naito's more... He's not more popular, but I mean, he's up there, isn't he? He's got to be just, what, a tad below Okada when it comes to popularity in Japan? And you you might even be able to make an argument that he is... He does sell more merch. Yeah. You know, just because Okada sells the tickets... Well, he has he's better like, merch. He does, he does. But, you know, I could, I could tell you that, um, you know, I could, I could tell you Tetsuya Naito is my favorite wrestler, but I'm paying to watch Okada because his matches are incredible. You know, so, I mean, I guess that's, you know, that's another way to look at it with apples to oranges is, you know... Mm-hmm. There may be 50 Naito shirts in the crowd, but they may have paid to watch Okada Jay White because they know how good it'll be. Agreed. You know, so that's that's kind of the you know the, the two ways you could look at it. But I think if I had to book it, if you know the elite's gone, I think I do book Jay White Okada the semi-main because I give Jay White the I, Jay White's finally the guy that dethrones Okada at, at the dome. And then that makes or Jay White that much stronger for Tanahashi. Does Okada and Tanahashi tag at the World Tag League? I so is that so a surprise team? This year, I would say no, because it, it, if you had them tag this year at the World Tag League, one Tanahashi's already in the main event, so they can't win. So now you're putting them in there. Oh, that's right, right, yeah. If if they tag in the World Tag League, they need to... Now, here here's a perfect way you could do this. Um, now, I'm booking way far out here, just, just so you're, re- you know, you're ready for this. But if you Wrestle Kingdom 14, you book Okada Jay White for the title, which I still think they book Okada Naito at 14 because Wrestle Kingdom's on a Saturday, so it's going to have a bigger audience because it's a non-work day. And that's how you can finally get... Um, Naito his win back over Okada. So say say Jay White beats Tanahashi. Oh my at, gosh. Um I just had the realization. Tanahashi Okada's Steamboat Flare, Naito Okada's Austin Rock. Ooh, that's kinda cool. That's kinda cool. You know, so so okay, so Jay White beats Tanahashi. Um and you have Okada beat Jay White for the title at King of Pro Wrestling or something, but regardless, Naito wins the briefcase. So then, at, yep. you know, so then the next year, instead of doing the Jay White thing I said with Okada, um, you have Naito beat uh, Okada. You give Naito the rub for a year. Now, this is where I'm saying mm-hmm. you're really looking far out. But, you know, now we've had the Jay White, Tanahashi, Jay White, Okada thing. Who's to say Jay White doesn't win the G1 and we get Jay White Naito at the next Wrestle Kingdom where you have the super heel and Jay White. That's a beautiful match. 
Now, when I, when I, my number one complaint with New Japan is I've always said they don't make their they don't put their main eventers in tag matches when they're not being used like All Japan used to do. All Japan had nothing for uh, 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 what the, oh what the hell his name was uh, oh Taoki. They have nothing for Taoki. They have nothing for for Great Muda. Great, we'll put them as a tag team together. We have nothing for Kobashi and Kawada. Great, let's make them a tag team. They're like my number three all-time tag team because of that ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they would use people like that. So now, since you know Naito and Jay White is your Wrestle Kingdom match, you know, then that following year, you know, Tanahashi's 47. Now you have Tanahashi and Okada go into the World Tag League and have them win it because they're not doing anything. So why not have them go in? <laughs> Old man Tana. Oh, I like mm. that storyline. And now you got Tanahashi Okada winning the World Tag League. And who's to say they don't go in against an Evil and Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom? Well, that's because Evil will already be IWGP Heavyweight Champion in 2021. Uh, so so my, wait, but I think I don't know if that goes time frame, time. Right away. <laughs> but I mean, this this all in all is crazy as is crazy as that whole lineage I tried to somehow make sense happens. Yeah. It's proof in the pudding that I didn't use the young bucks, Kenny Omega, or for the sake of butthurt, Kota Ibushi in any of that. Does Ibushi make the jump since he's kind of a free agent? Does he kind of follow even even though he's not, you know, I mean, the golden elite, I get it. He's not really saying that he's with them or not going to go with them. But if they sign with the E, Ibushi's already dipped his toes in there. Would it be surprising if he kind of said, hey, sign me too? No, I don't think he goes. He, look, he, he hasn't even signed a New Japan contract. That's what I'm saying. Like, was that is like hey, I know these people. I'll feel comfortable here. Where you know when I was in, you know when he was in the uh, cruiserweight classic, didn't know too many people. Probably maybe you know Shinsuke or such. You know, but it's just like at least he'll be more comfortable there at that time, I, and he'll make a buko bushi bucks. A, a bushi such a free spirit. I don't think he has any interest in doing a contract with anybody. I think if anything. He he takes less New Japan bookings. He goes back and does a bunch more DDT. Maybe he does some pro wrestling Noah. I could see him doing some crazy stuff like that. Can we somehow get him to WXW? Because for some reason, I just want to see him and Walter all of a sudden. Oh, my God. I'd like to see him do a double shot weekend, one against Walter and one against Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Ooh. Uh, I'll go to you know, Germany for that. <laughs> oh my God, Achmiederstein, right or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, I don't see him leaving. But that's the whole reason I just leave him out of this whole conversation. Is this company is built to succeed without? They're, they're they, they build their talent so well that if you lose one, they have, you know, it's all right. We got the pinch hitter. Okay, here we go. It's just like you mm-hmm. know. Not to use a, you know, a, a, a you know, me marking out for, for the Dodgers, but okay, well, Adrian Zales sucks now. We need to do something. All right, let's call up Max Muncy. Who's Max Muncy? Oh, he's the next first baseman on the depth chart in AAA. Oh, he hit 17 home runs in his first month in the MLB. Oh, he made the all-star team. 
it's that's what New Japan is. They they have such a good system. They just keep manufacturing players. Ooh, that's very true. And just imagine the expansion's only going to get bigger as they take over North America. I mean, let's let's not forget I, whether whether they're going to come back as something crazy. But you know, Harai Kawato and Tomoyuki Oka are still out on excursion. They haven't even brought mm-hmm. them back from excursion. You know, they haven't even sent out Shota Omino and Ren Narita, who are probably the next two, or Tetsuhiro Yagi. I, I'd say Shota Omino is probably the closest. I think Omino is going to be something special. But, you know, they, they have still have these guys that they haven't even sent out on excursion. You know, Hiromu hasn't even come back from his injury. We haven't even seen the full heavyweight potential of Will Ospreay because he got, you know, bruised up at that Rev Pro show. Um, if they really need to do it, they still have never done a run with Ishii in anything. I mean, they once again, these guys manufacture stars. Mm-hmm. You know, they got Trent Beretta sitting in the wings that they want to use him, and the crowd eats Beretta up. So I just, I, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> They're good till 2024. <laughs> um, Golden Lovers defeat Hiroshi Tanahashi and David Finley. I went three and a half on it. Um, there was something at the end of it, and I cannot remember what it was, and I wanted to bring it up to you. Oh, um, it was right before the Kamigoi. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the heck it was in that match. Oh, what happened? at the, There was something that happened right at the end. Um, I, I mean, David Finley almost killed Kota Ibushi on that side slam. Mm-hmm. But they got a, the, the the spot that they did with the timing with the with the knee and the roundhouse kick at the same time to Tanahashi was beautiful. Oh, they did the uh, the Meltzer driver to Dave Finley yes. before they hit him with the the, the golden trigger, the V trigger. Oh, really fun, trigger. really fun little match. It was it was all right. I mean, not all right, but it was just I, I couldn't take it too seriously with David Finlay. I <laughs> it, it, it just I was Some like, guy. oh, I, I can kind of for I can kind of predict what's going to happen. And then I thought about you know the, the Lionsgate uh, you know shows that they're doing, and I was like, oh, that's going to headline one of them. That's going to be a Brock Lesnar special, shouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, does he? What no, threat he... is one posed by David Finley against you know the the guy who's called the Cleaner for God's sakes, who's your world champion, <laughs> who went toe to toe with Okada and beat him twice and won a match to finally gain the IWGP Heavyweight Championship as a Gaijin, as a Canadian. Well, and then I, I David think... Finley. For for our sake and for the fans' sake, it's a, a choreographed sport where Kenny Omega wants to make sure he gives you the best show he can. Oh, man. <laughs> T-shirt Kenny's showing up that night, right? <laughs> but to be fair, David Finley's two matches with uh, with Jay White were both well over four-star That's because they have chemistry. It's because they got chemistry. They they grew up together. They knew what to do. Not grew up, but, you know, obviously went through the program together. Yeah, they were young lions. I mean, Yeah. Shout out to Jay White. Dave, I've beat you 11 times now in a row. Oh, one day I'll beat you. <laughs> so funny. No, you're right. It's it's just an awkward type of offense. Those shows are awkward to begin with. But 
Why not do Beretta? Why not do, you know, it's just, come on. Again, there there are a few other options you could bring in. Well, I guess when you want to go a few other options, they uh, wanted to undermine their own booking. Here's the problem I had with this show, Alex. Uh, I went four stars. I thought this match was freaking awesome. Yes. Uh, Rapungi 3K defeats Shingo Takagi and Bushi. Also, Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado, they win the Super Junior Tag Title Tournament to get the title shot against Kanemaru and Desperado, only for uh, New Japan to just put Shingo and Bushi in the match anyway. So it's a three-way rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Alex, by making the three-way a second time, what the hell was the point of this tournament? Where's War Machine when you need him? Um... (laughs) Like, did you completely undermined the whole reason you did the tournament because you're just having the same damn match happen? I, I who the hell books that? That's, when when that's, when we give them a claim for their tag teams, you know whether it's a junior or regular uh, sized wrestler tag teams. Yeah, that that that's kind of one of their problems is their booking when it comes to this. I I did a whole like clean to my eyes type of gimmick. When I saw the the uh, leaked Wrestle Kingdom, you know, matches, and then I watched Power Struggle, I was like, "Wait, is this Wrestle Kingdom?" I'm really confused because what the hell just happened? Why are they doing this twice? I posed that same question because I was like, "What the hell's the point? Why are you going to give?" And then I said, "Oh wait, Lij is going to pick up the victory at the dome, and that <laughs> is okay with me." Yeah, and I'm. I'm cool with that too. I just, I. It was a fun match. I had a a hell of a good time. Um, Shingo has an amazing entrance, by the way, all by his lonesome. Um, no, but this was just a a fast paced, uh, beat your ass type of match, and that that final sequence where it was like every like dirty trick. You know, like whether it was a mist or a, a whiskey mist or, you know, anything along those lines, just getting countered after countered, I thought was a brilliant setup uh, into the end uh, where uh, essentially the, the shock arrow gets hit and uh, Roppongi 3K back to back winners, right? Of the, uh, the yeah. junior tag league. But yeah. again, like you say, oh, what's the point? I just, I was like, 